Time now for all things Gators, all things orange and blue. Dan Hicken and Frank Frangie. What's up, Hick? I'm uh, doing great, Frank. Great to be along with you. And, of course, our podcast uh, brought to you by our friends at Southeast Orthopedic Specialists, the very best in the business. They will help you in just about any part of Jacksonville proper that you need to get to. Visit se-ortho.com uh, and schedule an appointment today. So here's my question for you yes, on this sir. Monday morning. I love it. Um, we're beyond moral victories, right? Yes. I, I, I've admitted that. We're yes. the University of Florida. Yes. It's a podcast. We can use the phrase we. We're beyond, the, mm-hmm. we're beyond moral victories. Okay. Yet I'm okay with the happenings on, on Saturday night. I, I didn't walk away angry. I, I walked away. Wish, wish, wish the Gators had won. Had one of their legendary droughts. The lull. The lull. The, but, but I thought if they, if they can play like that. Yeah. Then they're going to have a good little end of the season. Tell me, you can correct me here. I, I, I'm, 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 I'm coachable here. I will correct you in this respect. As long as they win against LSU, right, on Wednesday night. Okay. If they lose at home in a nine o'clock tip to LSU on right. Wednesday night, then what happened Saturday is null and void. Okay. So uh, yes, I was excited. I let myself wander a little bit during the game. Right. And put a little W up there, and thought, "Golly, eighteen and nine, yeah. ten and four. Yeah, I didn't go there. This could happen. I, 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 even even up forty thirty three, I wouldn't go there. Forty thirty three at the free there. throw line, yeah. knock that one down. It's an eight point lead. It doesn't happen. Yeah. The lull happens, and the bottom line is, uh, if Locke doesn't hit any threes, they ain't winning a game. Yeah, right? but they almost did without it. They did. Yeah, I uh, I I guess my. And by the way, you're right. See, here's the thing, and I tweeted this afterwards, but I'll, I'll tell mm-hmm. you this too. They are a young team. I don't care what you say. They are a young team. Right. And young teams have to figure it out. Yes. If they play like that, they will beat LSU Wednesday. If they play with that energy and that sense of urgency and that sense right. of – Right. But, but, and, and, and I say this all the time. Young teams aren't trying to dog it. Mm-hmm. They're not – sometimes they just go into this funk – because they don't realize how you have to find it every minute, every game, every day, every play. And I sound like a coach, but I really believe – you and I have covered this long enough. Mm-hmm. If they can, if they have figured that part out right. – forget the basketball part. They're yep. all good basketball players. Yep. Okay? They're all good at basketball. If they figured that part out, then, Dan, they're, they're going to have a good little run here. If they have it, then they're going to lay an egg at Georgia. Yeah. So that's, that's my take. I love how they played in that game. Kentucky's better. Those three guards are good. Baby. Yeah. Kentucky's good. They are good. And and so so I, I walked away not devastated. I wasn't devastated. And it was a fun game to watch. Um and I by the way, uh Keontae Johnson is playing at a very high level. Yeah, right he really now. is, really is. Uh, I'm enjoying watching him play, get to the basket, grab rebounds, help the team out. Um yeah, listen, they're fine right now. They're still bracketology's out on this at the time of this taping, Monday morning, Florida is a nine seed. Um, it couldn't be any better where Joey Brackets has them. I'd take it right now. They play St. Mary's round one, and then they'd get San Diego State as the one seed right. in round two, which would be the team I'd want to play. Can they beat St. Mary's? I don't know. Right. But I would take that as a best-case scenario. I'd like to really want to see them beat LSU. I'll feel a whole lot better if they beat LSU. Yeah, I, I think if they finish strong, let's assume – Let's assume two. What are there? Four games left. Yes. Let's assume three and one, just for the sake of it. Okay. Beat LSU. Went on the road. Twenty against, and eleven. Twenty and eleven. Yeah. And 
twelve and six. Oh, that's fantastic. Then they're a seven seed, Correct. maybe a six seed, and yeah. then you're, and then then you then you got away from that one seed for a bit. Yeah, but you still, think. if you're a seven seed, which is probably close to the best they can do, yeah, that's seven ten game. Then they get the two seed. But but to me, <laughs> I think you're right. But the two's better than the one usually. Yeah, so yeah. now maybe this oh maybe weird, not this, this year. This is a weird year. It's a yeah, weird year. maybe you, not Gonzaga. Yeah, yeah, you could wind up with Duke <laughs> instead of Gonzaga. Yeah, yeah I don't so. think they put them in the same right. in Tampa with FSU. Right. I don't either. And I, I, FSU, by the way, will probably be a two. So right. And they'll, they'll go to Tampa. So, but anyway, I, I think, but I I don't know that I'm confident that they're going three and one. Even though I no. think they should, I don't know that I'm confident that they are. But now, do you think differently about Kentucky? Because a week ago, you yes. didn't think they'd beat Kentucky. I, I think they can beat Kentucky. I do now. I yeah. do. I, obviously, if you watch that, yeah, no, a lot makes no threes. Yeah, they're on the home. road. Yeah, yeah. So, so now I th- of the again, we said. Can you put into context, by the way, as such a ardent Florida basketball fan, what winning in Kentucky means oh, when you have, I think, 10 yeah, in your entire ever. history? Again, Frank I, I think I've explained this to you. I'm Do still, people understand? I, I think I'm still emotionally scarred yes. from 102 to 48 yes. my senior year. Yes. That one hurt. That one stung. They had way more points than we did. Yes. Um, but but that's a great – I don't know that I can verbalize it perfectly, but it just doesn't happen. Right. Not just for Florida. No. Florida's won 10 times. I wonder how many times – Alabama's won there. Georgia's won there. Auburn's 100%. Won. People right. get angry. Oh, right. look, I finally play a good team. And they listen, it's ama- again, it's – And I said this on our radio show. Yeah. It's amazing how nobody else in the SEC, with all the money and resources and boosters right. and dollars and big schools and all the athletes, that nobody's been able to make a run at Kentucky except Florida for a couple stretches. Correct. The, Florida has been, in my lifetime – the second best basketball program in the SEC in my lifetime. Yes. From the 90s on. The yes. second best basketball program in the SEC. Yes. Uh, LSU had moments with Shaq. Uh, Alabama had moments with Robert Ory in that group. Bernie but, and Ernie. Right, way back in the day. But as far as consistently, <laughs> Tennessee, yeah. Florida's been the team. That's that, fair. That, that, that has been up there. But it's, it's a hard win. But I thought, again, I thought they went up there. They they were not afraid. They no. didn't back down. Played hard. They, no, they missed some shots. Yeah. They missed some shots. They also did a good job, and I think this is coaching. I also think it's maturation to a point, Dan. They took advantage of matchups. Keon, I, I have lamented forever. You have. They're too small. Yes. But when Kentucky plays that straight man the whole game. Yeah. And Keontae Johnson's got a six eleven guy on him. Yeah, he's going by him. He can go by him, mm-hmm. and that's what he did. Mm-hmm. He really he went by whichever guy had him. Right. He went by him all night long, and I thought, and I said, "Wow, give them credit for taking advantage." Remember now, Nebhard gave you nothing. Right. Scotty Lewis gave you nothing. Nothing. Locke didn't make a shot. Yeah. They where they had the advantages, they pressed. They pressed them. They pressed the percentages and won. So. Uh, at least they won those moments, so I'm okay with that. But you, you said you're right. First thing you said, if you turn around and lay an egg Wednesday, they should beat LSU. Right. And I and I'm not sure they have a better roster than LSU, but they're about the same. They're at home. They 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 match up well with them. It'll be a close game. Yeah, yeah. They almost won last time. Right. Uh, LSU's reeling a little bit. You should go home and beat LSU, and then you've got a modicum of confidence for those two road games right. against teams. The the Tennessee Which game scares me more than the You'll take a split. Let's be honest. If you beat LSU and split the two road games, and then you play Kentucky for a little three and two run. Yeah, well, that'd be great. But yeah. I think what's right now, what do you? What's the better chances of them winning the game at Tennessee home against Kentucky? Better chances. Wow. 
I haven't seen a lot of Tennessee this year, and I know they struggle. They blew a 17-point second-half lead to Auburn this weekend. Right, right. Uh, Florida's had some I, – I, probably home kids Kentucky. Yes, yeah, I, yeah. I, I, I'm torn on that one. Yeah. Because probably, the, with the real, if you want to know the reality of the league, yeah. is Kentucky's a little better than everybody, but there's a big group after that. Yes. There, there's not – whether it's Auburn, Florida, LSU – or oh, maybe not Vandy, but but you take Vandy out of the mix, everybody else in the league is very close. Right. You, I mean, every Georgia included, even though they got a lousy league record. Right. You take you take Kentucky and Vandy off, mm-hmm. and everybody else is lumped in there pretty closely. Mm-hmm. Maybe Auburn's a little better, and Georgia's a little worse, but for the most, and Georgia beat Auburn. Yeah. Yeah. So so they're all kind of lumped in there together. So, but again, you're right though. Wednesday night's critical. Yeah, because when because I must have I think remember they they'd won five out of six coming into the Kentucky game. Right. I think they left the Kentucky game with a little bit of confidence. Mm-hmm. I don't think they left it beaten. I hope down. so. Yeah, I don't think they left it beaten down. I uh, even on Twitter, angry Twitter guy didn't wasn't all that angry this weekend on Twitter. There was a few here and there. Right, but, right. But it wasn't this right. mass volume. But if they lose at home to LSU, it all comes back. Frank, the there's, there's so much to be joyful over, though, on, in, our, in our Gator podcast today. Yes, there is. A lot of good things were happening. I know where you're headed, but please. Yeah, I mean, well, I am headed there. Yeah. But I will also mention there were a couple of Southeastern Conference championships procured over oh. the weekend. <laughs> please. I'd like you to Share with not those. fall short on our, our, our gym girls. Yeah, one another one. And, Beat Alabama. Uh, swimming and diving. Yes. Uh, victorious and one one side, yep. Um, but perhaps the uh, girls' basketball team beat ranked Arkansas I yesterday. I wonder, can girls' basketball ever be good at Florida? I don't know, I, I, but I, I mean, they've the the guys taken a while, but Cam Newbauer, fifteen and twelve, seven and eight ish is better. much better than yeah. they've been of yeah. late. Yeah, they, the best they ever were were Carol Ross mm-hmm. in the nineties mm-hmm. when they were in the tournament a few times. Mm-hmm. They had Delisha Milton, remember that? Yeah, those, very nice. Those teams were pretty good. Yeah, but boy, they haven't done much since. Man. No, they, they have really had. They've had their struggles since. But then. the the big story was some hardball early on, <laughs> which was a. a a tough watch to yeah, find. Yeah. I saw that you were able to locate every inning, just about locate the uh, yeah. games on on the cable vision. And I'm, I'm kind of a fanatic. Okay? Yeah, so. that was nice. That you, didn't, was you nice. didn't find it. You weren't able to find it. No, but there was a lot of fist pumps as it was coming down on Twitter. Um, yeah, I watched. Really it. wanted that Friday night game, and uh, well, a couple takeaways. One, we learned that Tommy Mace can be an ace. Yes, that's that's yes. important, and that was big. Left, which you've always felt like is a is a right. top of the line. He had some injuries last year, and then uh, the emergence of Hunter Barco from Jacksonville, Florida, as your Sunday starter was huge. I uh, saw him against Ju in person. He's legit. Yeah, I never saw I never saw him in high school. Right. Or even though we live in Jacksonville. Right. He's really good. Yeah, and then so what you have is a sweep of the Canes, uh, pure domination over uh, Du. Right. Uh, I think Sully might be like. 34 and 13 against Miami now. Well, what I will tell you is Mm -hmm. in the last 42 times these two teams have met, Florida's won 33 of those. Yeah. They are 33 and 8. This is Miami, by the way. Or or no, last 41, 33 and 8. Yeah. They are 33 and 8. 33 and 8. I like that. They've won six straight series against the Canes. Yes. Six. And they play once a year now. So for those that can't do the math, that's six straight seasons of beating the Canes. Last year they were. 34 and 26, roughly. I think that was the record. Yeah, that's right. They barely made a regional. 
Lost nine to eight to Dallas, Dallas Baptist, Baptist in the in the the, the elimination out in game. Texas Correct. in the regional. Yeah, and that was as far as this team was going to go. Right, but perhaps as we had anticipated, a lot of those young fellows playing and pitching, and they're they were talented. They were right. just young. Right, and, and and I told Sully. I was with Sully last week. I told mm-hmm. him this. I said, "Look, you've created Alabama. Right, you've created Clemson. That's who you are." Mm-hmm. Alabama last year not only didn't win the national title, right. not only didn't make the playoff, right. they didn't even make a New Year's Six Bowl. Right. Florida not only didn't win the title, right. didn't get to Omaha, they didn't even get a Super. Correct. Florida last year was what happened to Alabama this past year in football. That's a good and one. And you know Alabama's coming right back. Right. Okay. Well, Florida, five straight years to Omaha, and Sully had a look in his eye, Dan, when I was with him mm-hmm. at the J game, he came on with us. Mm-hmm. He had a look in his eye like, okay, that was one year. They have a really good team this year now. Yeah. I mean, they have, they have a – I'm just telling you, the pitching, they are deep, brother. Yeah. Ben Specht would be anybody else's number one. Yeah. He's about their sixth best pitcher. Now, he's going to be their closer, it looks like, but, he, but he's about their sixth best guy. The 15-year-old tells me there's a kid there who's the, – the kid with the most potential to throw the hardest hasn't even gotten much work Which yet. one is ah. it? But, but he says he can get up to 100. But I didn't know that, but I will tell yeah. you – they're three weekend guys. Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be Barco on Sundays. Yes, it's gonna be Mace, Leftwich, and Barco. Yes, that's really good. Yes, this guy Christian Scott can really pitch. Yes, this guy Ben Speck can really pitch. Correct. They are. I'm telling you. And there's there's three. Pogus seemed to find himself Nick after Pogus a shaky pitched, first start. After that, other than he's the been first good start, in the he's bullpen. Been very good. Yeah. So, so they've got great pitching. I'm gonna tell you something. This guy Jed Fabian. Yeah. He's gonna go down now. He's he's gonna go down in. When we talk about Alonzo and Eckstein and yes. Wilkerson and and I'm telling you, this is one of those guys. Well, he is he can run center fielder, hit a home run Sunday. Yeah, he can, but what the biggest thing he did was Saturday night. Yeah, down to his last strike. Yeah, the closer in there for Miami. Yeah, uh, down two to one. Right, runner on second. Right, two strike. And I, I mean, because I did watch it. Right, here's the at bat. Okay. Uh, Call strike, right? Oh and one, swing and a miss on a nasty slider. Oh and two. Oh boy, Mark Light crowd going crazy. Right, they're about to even the series, one game apiece. Right, two one. Um, oh two pitch ball just outside. Okay, one two pitch fouls it off. Okay, two two pitch nice slider lays off. Okay, slider on his own lays Ooh. off. Two two, guy hung a slider. Two two, roped it down the line for a double. And the rest is history. Wow. That was the bigger hit than the home run on yeah, Sunday. Yeah, I would say so. And I'm telling you, he can run. He's a really good center fielder. He's a weird throw left, bat, right guy. You don't see that many of those. Right. But he can, I'm telling you, keep an eye on Fabian. He's a really good player. Let me ask you about another kid um, who had a great weekend. I don't know how great of a player he's going to be, not like Fabian, but the young kid out of Jacksonville. Right. Your guy, uh, you have a lot here in, in Yeah. He was not well known though in this in this area as a ball player. Younger brother of a guy named Kevin Young, okay, who had played for Ponte Vedra and went on to play at Gulf Coast. Okay, okay good player, good outfielder. Okay, Kevin Young was more highly regarded. Six mm-hmm. two, about one hundred eighty. Mm-hmm. Jacob Young's six feet tall, right? Uh, maybe one hundred seventy five. Mm-hmm. Tom Stanton, my friend, who you referenced, yeah. who's the head coach at Ponte Vedra up mm-hmm. here in Jacksonville, mm-hmm. told Sully, if you ever put him in the lineup, you'll never get him out. Well, he had. He, he, and he had. He's he's an awkward five hole hitter. Right. Five hole hitters usually power guys. Right. He's a little. You you think he'd bat first or second or eighth? Right. Eight, first, second, eighth or ninth. 
but he's right in the middle. I think he was six of eleven at one point. Yeah, he had a great weekend. But man. he put, he's a gamer. He's a tough nosed guy. Right. But so he's a very good player. Keep an eye on Kirby McMullen too. Kirby yeah. McMullen's a great story. Okay. Kirby McMullen's. He was know, a pitcher, right? He and his brother. There's two. There's right. Two brothers in or uh, in Ocala. Mm-hmm. Kirby and the younger brother Hunter. Mm-hmm. Really good pitchers. Mm-hmm. Hard to. Kirby gets there first. He's the oldest. Yeah. Really good athlete. Two way player in high school, obviously. Never the light never comes on at Florida. Pitches right. a little, gets lit up a little, right. but but they use him last year to to pinch hit some. Sure, and he, he starts getting hits. Starts getting hit. Yeah, and he drives the ball. And Sully loves two way guys. You know, Butler's a two way yeah. guy. He likes yeah. two way guys. So has this unreal good unreal off season. They don't have a third baseman. They were going to play Brady Smith there, the, right. the guy who caught some play. Right, but they don't know who the third baseman's going to be. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, they had the one kid. The six foot five kid Milchin that was trying to come back, mm-hmm. but they didn't know who the third baseman was going to be. Lo and behold, this guy Kirby McMullen from Ocala. At mm-hmm. some point, they stick him over there, wins the third base job, right, and has a murderous fall, just crushing the the baseball, right, to where he wins the third base job and bats third in their lineup. Mm-hmm. Sully told me he goes, "Would you ever think you'd see that?" Yeah, he had a and, he, and he's a really good hitter. He's he's hitting three fifty. Right, he had a home run. Again, yesterday in the in the extra inning game was mm-hmm. it yesterday? Or was it Saturday? Saturday, Saturday yeah. was the extra inning game. He had a home run, went high off the foul pole, right, and that ignited the five run inning, the five run tenth or eleventh. So they've wow. got a really good. They keep an eye on them in D one baseball, which is sort of the D one D one baseball dot com, which is the NCAA's arm. Right. They had Miami one and Florida two. Yeah. The other poll, I think, is it Baseball America? I think it's baseball, baseball America. Had them eight and ten. Yeah. Well, let me just say this. If Florida was eight, yeah, I need to see those other seven because <laughs> okay, he has got a really good team. Yeah, if you love baseball, this is going to be really hard, really fun to follow. This yeah, year. yeah, it's uh, a listen. Um, watch a lot of college baseball right off the rip. I'll tell you that. Yeah, yeah. So that they've they've certainly gained my my attention. And like I said, seeing uh, Mace pitch on Friday night and throw a gem that was very important. I think for me. Because I know the bullpen's deep, but I want to know about those starters, and right. I think they found something. I think they found a great combination here that they'll be able to use throughout the uh, for a while here. Yeah, and I, do I guess Christian Scott left. I was told it's cramped, cramped up. Right, he right. should be okay. Nothing. Yeah, I think he's gonna be arm fine. or anything and, like that. And he, but, but I mean, there. So you made a point. Pogue is there's to 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 what your son told you. Mm-hmm. There's guy, and I didn't know. I don't know specifically who he's talking about. Yeah, but I do know. Yeah, Dan, they have got. Pitchers that haven't even the well, that's what I'm, used yeah yet, they are very very deep yeah. and it's a very deep t- and and it's all guys you know a lot of college teams can go seven eight deep with guys they can put in the game and survive right Florida can go seven or eight deep with guys that be somebody else's number one that's unusual that many guys that would be somebody else's number one I think the Greenfield kid settling in nice as a catcher mm-hmm. uh, Nathan Hickey the freshman from Jacksonville caught some but I think the Greenfield kid settling in nice as a catcher. Have you watched the shortstop, the freshman? Might be Brandon Sprout. Okay, I didn't, is that six right? three, two hundred five pound right handed pitcher out of pace. Okay, I don't, I, I believe but you. I don't, a name to keep an eye on. I mean, I just, yeah. I don't know. I, again, that's a fifteen year old scouting yeah. report. <laughs> well, he knows it. these guys. Yes, he does. Than, have you watched? Have you watched Josh Rivera, the shortstop, the freshman? A little bit. Yes. Oh, is he good? Yeah, a true freshman starting, but getting some good hits, He's timely hit, hits, timely hits, yeah. and a home run. But is really good defensively. I'm telling you, they got a good team. Yeah. It's, it's going to be a fun team to watch. So yeah. things are good in Gatorland. Yes, I uh, need to beat LSU. Yes, that's a big one. Anything on the football front? You're kind of the foot. You're my football. You're the podcast football well, insider. 
You know, that, that running like, back is appearing in the crystal balls with Florida again. Right. The number one running back. Started. Is it Evans? Evans? Yes, Evans. Zach Evans. Um, I don't know a lot about him. A little weary, but, I mean, if they can yeah. pull him in this year. I know it. Uh, and then I was also told the junior day that's coming up. Right. Take a good look at that if you're a recruit, Nick, because you'll say, ooh, that's a list. Like it wasn't. It's it's changing, right? And bringing in Brewster is going to help even more. Coach Brew, he is a recruiting fiend, social media guy, who did it at FSU, went to Texas A and M, over North Carolina. Now he's yeah. in Gainesville. I think that's a big hire uh, for them. Uh, Charlie Strong went to Alabama in the end. Didn't yeah, end up in yeah. Gainesville. People were surprised about that, I think. But but at the end of the day, mm-hmm. that's that's the holy water. Correct. You know the uh, I I can still remember when Mike Loxley mm-hmm. had had been a coordinator at Illinois, had been an assistant coach at Florida, had right. gone to New Mexico, didn't go well, didn't do a very good job there. Bounced around. He wound up as an analyst under Saban, and I remember texting Lox and saying, saying, I said, Are "You having fun? How's it going?" Blah yeah. blah blah. And he texts me back. He goes. I came here to get the save in holy water. Yeah, because that's how you get a job. He texted me that, and he got it. Head coach at Maryland. That's right. I mean, they, I mean that that they all they all you go to you go through. I mean, Lane Kiffin rebuild head coach at Ole rebuild Miss. yourself, right, right. rebuild your image. Charlie yeah. needs to rebuild it a little bit. Yeah, I think two things happen. Yeah, a you rebuild you rebuild your image. Mm-hmm. B you're around all those good coaches. Yes, and you see how and the good recruiters. You see yeah. how the system works. And you're around Saban. Right. Of, of all the things people may not like about Saban, right. I can't imagine there's a better person in the history of football to be around that where you learn more about coaching, kids, yes. recruiting, systems, plan, program, right? Right. If you see how he does it, he's probably getting it right. Right. You know, so uh, so so there you go. So, right. so there you go. That, those are all things. What yeah. are we going to do? Did we miss anything? I think we got it, man. Uh, have you – but um, – I will ask you this. I, mean, I got a girls' basketball plug. Yeah, yeah, yes, you did. I mean, uh, dude, let me again. We're all over, but yeah. as you, most of you know, we do radio shows in Jacksonville. Yes. Um, Dan is a, a sweet man, one of my favorite people in the world. Has a caller named Joe, who's a caller to Dan's morning show. Yes, Joe. He you, did not we, call. Joe, you we call him. Yeah, he's a, and he's really is a Joe. He's a wonderful guy. Yes, he is. But we like to kid him. Yes. Diehard Canes fan. Joe, you. So yes. By my count, um, there was a football game. There was. There was a basketball game. Yeah, absolutely. There were three baseball games. Okay. Uh, Keep going. I, if I was you, I might reach out to Joe Yu and say, you guys got a track team down there or not? I well, mean, you know, is there anything left? Any sports um, left? I'm going to go one step farther. Okay, please. Uh, football, yeah. 24-20. Yeah. Soccer, 3 nothing Florida. Oh, I didn't know soccer. Tennis, 6-0-6-3 Florida. Oh, I didn't know tennis. Basketball, 78-58. And baseball, sweep. Please tell me you've reached out. Uh, we have, and we're waiting. He'll, <laughs> he will call. Yeah, he will. And it'll probably be, it will probably be a, a, a Tuesday call. Yeah, it's a, not a Monday call. Yes. Uh, that is, <laughs> that's Dan Hick and I'm Frank Frangie. Those are all things Gators. Yeah, brought to you by Southeast Orthopedic Specialists, our good friends, se-ortho.com. Uh, Dr. Uh, Kevin Murphy joins us during the week on 1010XL. So uh, if you have any needs at all, Check out our friends at Southeast Orthopedic Specialist, the best in the business. Frank, have a great week. You too, Hick.